you passed your luck check. It's the No Class Podcast with your host, Eddie. And Matt. Hey, Matt. How are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, if you haven't figured it out yet, I've got some bad news for you, Sunshine. Matt isn't well. He stayed back at the hotel. And they sent us along as a surrogate band. We're going to find out where you folks really stand. And that's as much of that song as I can quote without getting in trouble. <laughs> Matt's out today, but he'll be here in spirit, as he always is. Absolutely. We can talk about the long con. Badges on sale now. Game registration is 1 October at 9 a.m. Be there or be square. The most recent thing you probably would have seen us on, unless you missed it, is our fantastic Twitch show on the Goodman Games Network. It is the best one we've done so far, in my humble opinion. We had a lot of laughs. I think you will, too, if you check it out. So, highly recommend you go and check that out. You can still see it on Goodman Games Twitch Network right now, if you go onto Twitch and you go to their channel. Eventually, it will hit YouTube but we have no control over when that happens. Carry on. I wanted to go ahead and do a little show, give you guys the briefest of updates. And even though you're not paying for this, I feel obligated that you guys should get a little something on our designated Thursdays. So when I can, I like to do that. Don't you agree, Matt? Absolutely. So what I'll talk to you about is a little bit of my pop culture stuff that I've been checking out. Part of the theme here will be horror since we're right next to Halloween about a month away. And Eddie's so great. The first thing I'm going to recommend to you in the horror comics, and even a post-Apoch, is The Crossed, plus 100 by Alan Moore. The Crossed is a comic book universe that is quite a bit like The Walking Dead. It's after this horrible occurrence, and instead of having all these zombies, you have People that have gone completely insane. All their morals are gone. So it's just the sickest sickest stuff. And it's by Garth Ennis. So when I say it's the sickest stuff in comics, it really is. Absolutely. Alan Moore wrote a book in that same set in that same universe, which is The Crossed Plus 100. The regular one is just The Crossed. They're called The Cross because when they have this uh, bacteria or virus in them, whatever, instead of turning undead, they get a rash on their faces that forms in the shape of an upside-down cross, I guess. So that's how you can tell someone's infected, other than their horrible, horrible cursing threats and the promise to do ungodly things to you. I'm going to freaking kill you. It's a pretty good comic. If you can tolerate that much graphic violence, I would say go ahead and check it out. It. A lot of people have had problems with the future speak, so... It's like, oh, we've really sexed up that noise now. Words are in there, but they have different meanings because the language has changed over years. So some people have a problem with that. And at times it did get a little too cute for its own good to me. But your mileage may vary. Uh, overall, pretty interesting story. I'm going to jump to a movie to stay in the horror genre here. There was a miniseries, a Stephen King miniseries in the early 90s called Storm of the Century. It is about a town that's in Maine, of course, because it's Stephen King. Absolutely. That's getting hit by the snowstorm of the century. And on this little island, they're kind of trapped in with 
a strange fellow called Andre Lenoge, and he demands something from the town, and it's a matter of he will get it. His catchphrase is, give me what I want, and I'll go away. Stephen King said this is one of his, I think he said it was his favorite miniseries at the time, and it's held up over the years. He could have changed that now in more recent interviews, of course, because that's what happens. But I've really enjoyed it. It may not be your favorite Stephen King ever, but it is a pretty good one to me. It has the twist ending, but it still has rewatchability. It's been years and years since this came out. I think it came out in the late 90s, early 2000s. That one's really cool. Check that out. And please do watch it because I want to bring back that catchphrase. Give me what I want and I'll go away. (laughs) For video games, somewhat in the horror genre, we have Infernax, which is a uh, a retro version of Castlevania 2. It came out fairly recently, but it's still got that 8-bit graphic look. My wife actually asked me if this was an older game, and I was like, no, it's just one that they've gone back and done in that style. So Castlevania 2 is probably one of the most disliked games in that series. It's a terrible night for a curse. It even keeps that transition from day to night that interrupts you when you're doing things. But I grew to like Castlevania 2. So I think if you like that sort of game, you should definitely check this out. Instead of beating up Dracula, this time you're just beating up demons. Uh, It was a lot of fun. I played it in both the casual mode and the classic mode. Classic was fairly hard. I enjoyed the casual because there was a lot of like, oh, there's not so many cheap one-shot deaths like If you uh, miss a jump, it's not necessarily going to kill you. It might just take, give you some damage and reset you to the beginning of it, of the uh, screen instead of resetting you to the beginning of a level. But when you go into the classic mode, yep, it's back to, if you mess up that jump, you're done. One life gone. If Castlevania appeals to you and especially Castlevania two, highly recommend you check that out. Okay. Off of the horror theme. I just recently watched the fifth season of Cobra Kai. Carry on. By now, you probably know if you have any interest in watching that show or not. I thought it was a good season. One of the most interesting things to me is that people weren't as stupid as they normally would be on a show like this. This kind of soap soap opera-like drama. There was a lot of things where you're like, oh, this person's going to, oh, I'm not going to listen to you to explain yourself. I'm just going to walk off. No, they actually got to explain themselves and resolve things right then and there. If it was just for the point of drama, they would have had a lot of these things not get resolved. But I was really impressed with how much of that they they left alone. They didn't just have a misunderstanding for the sake of, well, this will get us through another couple of episodes. So I thought it was really good and pretty straightforward. So again, check that out if it sounds like it might be interesting to you. What's the worst that could happen? On the game front there is a card game that is brewed up by my good friend rock and he is joy hammer games now and he is doing a card game called ravens it's a little bit of slapjacks where you get to slap people in the hand which could be more or less fun for you depending on who you're playing with (laughs) it's a based on a german game it's a lot of fun i highly recommend it to you i've been playing it with my family a lot lately 
they all enjoy it too. Instead of slapping each other though, because we love each other, we just uh, tap the table like we're on Family Feud or something. So that's what works for us. But really, it's a fun game. Simple to learn. Great game for those times when you're waiting for that last person to show up to D&D. Absolutely. It's two to six players. And again, highly recommended to you. Check it out. Uh, it will be a Kickstarter coming up fairly soon. It would be Kickstarter already, but I think there was some last-minute changes they wanted to make on it. So the Kickstarter will be up soon, and I will keep you in the loop, and I will definitely be giving it a good hard kick. Okay, one thing that I wanted to talk about that's kind of been burning a hole for me. I was going to talk about it on our Twitch show, but we really didn't have the time. Unfortunately, we didn't have time to get to it. And it always feels weird to do it on somebody else's show on the Goodman Games Network. It's like, what if this is a little too hot of a take or they don't want us to say something like this? Absolutely. So here's my something that I wanted to bring up, but we didn't have the time. And I don't know, it might have been a little odd to go into it. It is... I think I'm finally getting off the Watsy train. Oh boy. Now it's not because my fifth edition is so woke or I don't like fifth edition. I'm not going to get rid of my fifth edition books. I'm not throwing away everything I've ever bought by them, but I really think it's time to stop calling them Watsy and just go to Hasbro because it's all corporate decisions now. And it has been for a long time. This is just, I think I've reached my breaking point. You all know the story, if you've been listening to the podcast, of our good friend that had Dragon's Lair over in Bossier City. What it was, was he sold so much Warhammer and Games Workshop product, they were so successful that they looked at those numbers and opened up a store right down the road from them and pretty much put them out of business. So, I have nothing to do with Games Workshop anymore. Not that I had a lot to do with them to start with, but I completely, if there's anything Games Workshop video games, etc. Not me. I don't, I don't spend my money on it. I vote with my wallet. So this is falling in line to Watsy doing somewhat the same thing on the Magic the Gathering side. They are starting to get where they are cutting your friendly local game shops out of the cash of Magic. And I think a lot of us know game shops make their money off of Magic a lot more than they make off of the role-playing games. So when they start messing with magic money, that becomes an issue for everybody that goes to the shop. Hasbro sells magic cards to Amazon at prices cheaper than they sell to the friendly local game shops. And Amazon doesn't need the profit nearly as bad as your friendly local game shop does. They can afford to sell at a loss or sell basically making 2% over just to get by so they can crush these little businesses into the ground. I've had uh, game shop owners tell me they have to watch their back because they feel like Hasbro is going to knife them in the back. There's no support for the game shops, and they almost treat the game shops as a competitor now. So you've got people that are buying online who are going to come play at the shops but don't support the shops with their money, which doesn't work for me. Watsy is taking away the single card business from friendly local game stores too. Like when you go in there and you see the counters, the glass counters and display cases where they have the individual cards that they can buy. Watsy has actually started reprinting some of those cards and selling them directly to the consumer. So that eliminates a lot of the profit for the game shop right there doing that. That is the secret lair line of cards. 
And those cards never see a release at the friendly local game shop. Those are all directly. So that's why most likely I will be done purchasing any Watsy products. You are free to spend your money however you want, but it's just too dirty to me how they're dealing with the game shops that have supported them for so long that where they have made their money, the things that kept them afloat in the uh, harder days, and they're trying to move it all to the digital. When Matt gets back and we do the next actual podcast, he's got a lot more that he wants to say about one D and D as well, man. So one D and D might be the step too far for Matt and all this that's going on with Hasbro trying to cut game stores out of the profits is really drawing the line to me. I used to have a problem with why are the game shops turning into toy stores and you know, why do they have all these stuffed animals? Uh, why do they do treats and eats from different places? But that may be the only way that the friendly local game stores are going to survive. And in 10 years, will we even have a game shop as we know it now? Oh my. As I always say, this is the time to support things. Support your friendly local con so we can keep going and support your friendly local game shop so they can stay open. It's a rough time right now with school back in session with the economy the way it is. So, I know, everybody's got their problems, but keep them in mind, too. All right. I think that's all I've got to say on this. See ya. Well, bye.